Will Cha- uh, Will Chamberlain. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay, your list is whack. I got magic. You got him. Welcome to Let the Play Develop podcast, where Seth constantly bullies us for non-sports related reasons. Uh, I just want to take a second to apologize for last week's episode for absolutely nothing. <laughs> anyway, we have a jam-packed episode. We have our top 10 uh, draft of all time. That'll be fun. Surely it won't be controversial at all. I don't think it will. Uh, we have lots of news in the sports world from NFL to NBA. And we're also, we're going to be drafting teams. So it'll be a good, fun episode, I think. Sure. You're always doubting our episodes. Like, there, there, uh, there have Who, been times. Yes, there's been times I sit back <laughs> in editing and I'm like, Seth does not seem confident in this episode. It's not just he's not confident. I think that's why he bullies us as well. It's just. It's insecurity. Insecurity. It insecurity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, welcome to our psychiatric podcast. Where I was be, bullied all of middle school. So now I bully others. We're, too. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to deeply, so deeply okay. psychoanalyze Seth this episode. <laughs> there's yeah, a lot time. to go through. Say, do we have enough time? That's a good. This this is a 10-part <laughs> series. Each episode is three hours long, and there's going to be 12 seasons. <laughs> all right. All right. You want to talk about- a lot of trauma to dive into there. Well, we're going to just bury your trauma a little bit deeper for a while. You can unpack it later. And that's uh, what sports are for. Yay, sports. <laughs> to escape the real so world. So back to sports. Um, On those socials? Oh, yeah. We have social media. <laughs> this is wild. All right. Um- Instagram and TikTok, you can follow us at Let the Play Develop Pod. Twitter, you can follow us at LTPD Pod or Let the Play Develop. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube right now, go us up. Uh, go check us out on streaming platforms. Any, I think all except for Apple Podcasts, yeah, I want to say. We're still working on approval. Yeah, and then um, if you're listening on streaming platforms, hello. Um, go check us out on YouTube, uh, <laughs> and you can see our nice somewhat beautiful faces to some people i guess um that insecurity coming back up uh uh, Uh, but yeah uh so should we get right into where we i would like to congratulate uh joel Embiid. he won the last uh twitter poll we did so congratulations according to our viewers i voted for joel Embiid. he's gonna be the next nba mvp so congratulations joel that is a bitch uh efficient Excuse me. That basically means he got it. I don't know where efficiency came from. I voted for Giannis, but it's okay. <laughs> there was Lord. a vote for Giannis and for Jokic. And beat one, though, so, with like four. No one said other, I don't think, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you said it's other, go- you're really It's raging. going to one of those three, yeah. It really is. Okay. All right. Uh, weekly news segment? Sounds good. Let's do it. Okay, so starting with the NFL this week, we have uh, the first thing is uh, former Arizona Cardinals uh, front office executive <laughs> Terry McDonough has filed an arbitration. Uh, I think that's how you say it. Yeah, arbitration claim against the team that accuses owner Michael Bidwell, Bidwell of cheating. Uh, the NFL confirmed receipt of this filing on Tuesday, but has not disclosed its contents. Uh, McDonough is claiming that he was eventually demoted after he objected to a scheme that involved the use of burner phones to circumvent the 2018 suspension of then-GM Steve Keem, Kime. Kime, uh, who had been suspended after being arrested for a DUI. Um, 
uh, McDonough claims that he has the, that he still has the phone that was used in the scheme. Uh, McDonough, who was with the team for 10 seasons, was was terminated during the Cardinals' recent offseason overhaul of their front office, which included firing coach Cliff Kingsbury and GM Steve Keim and replacing them with coach uh, Jonathan Gannon and uh, GM Monty Ossenfort. Uh, the Cardinals issued a public response to their publicist, which said, uh, we are reluctantly obliged to provide a public response, along with broader context for some disappointing and irresponsible actions by Terry Bagdano. Cla- uh, he claims, oh, sorry, the claims that he has made uh, in an arbitration filing are wildly, fa- wildly false, reckless, and nothing but an opportunistic po- ploy for financial gain. Mr. Bidwell took swift action when he learned of the burner phone situation and directed the phones be retrieved and communication stopped. So they partially admitted to it? Yeah. But he they're saying he tried to stop it as soon as he found out. Yeah. So that okay. he is completely innocent. So, for one, this man, did, he was definitely planning something if he kept the burner phones for that long. Yeah. Um, secondly, it sounds like all parties are wrong in the wrong here. <laughs> so... Snitches get stitches. That yeah. sounds like, hey, let's point Look, the blame to someone else so I get off a little bit And the Cardinals better. are like, hey, you know what? To distract them, finally get a new uniforms. Forget about the situation. And trade gonna... Kyler Murray. I'm just, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> I don't know. They're doing They're doing a lot of weird moves out there. But I don't understand the Cardinals. I um, Start McSorley. I don't like Bidwell. I mean, if he has to sell the team, um, I'll be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trace. <sighs> Trace McSorley, man. And now the Ravens are without a trace. I think that's one of the first times we've actually talked about the Cardinals, like, in general on this show. They're There's a reason for that. We'll talk about when <laughs> Besides it being Nate's favorite See, I'm pretty team. sure, like, 50% of our viewers minimum have clicked off by this moment because they were, like, Arizona Cardinals. Exactly. I would have. If you're still here past <laughs> the Cardinals, thank you. Yeah, you're a real one. I'm sorry we had to talk about that. We got more we entertaining did. news, though. For some yeah. reason, that was the first thing. We thought, hey, yes, let's talk about the Cardinals. <laughs> more, moving on from that, the Titans reached a four-year, $94 million contract extension with Pro Bowler t- uh, defensive end. And Jeffrey Simmons, uh, $66 million guaranteed, a $24 million signing bonus with $4 million in incentives. That's a lot of money. So that's, yeah, Boy basically. got that bag. Yeah. I'm happy for him. Good for him. Um, and then also the big one that uh, this was a bomb dropped when it happened. Uh, the Ravens are signing wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. to a one-year $18 million contract with $15 million guaranteed. Yeah, it's a good deal. Bad price tag, in my opinion. And also, I guess Tyler Huntley's throwing to him because Lamar's not going to play. <laughs> they gave um, um, Lamar, Lamar. Um, Odell said he gave the Jets a chance to match the contract, and the Jets refused. To good job, the Jets. Ravens. That's that's mm, good job. Much. That's too much. Yeah, the Aaron Rodgers isn't going to get sold on Odell. I mean, yeah. he asked one. I think but. they have better. I think they can honestly like. I mean, for example. Would you guys rather have Odell Beckham Jr. for one year, $18 million, or have, like, Jacoby Myers or uh, Juju Smith-Schuster for three years, $33 million? I kind of like those contracts oh, a yeah. lot better. Uh, <laughs> not so much Jacoby Myers, but Juju Smith-Schuster. Who who would be forced out of the Jets' locker room if Odell had gone out of there for the— Well, they already got rid of Corey Davis? Elijah Moore. So, I guess Corey Davis might would be on the way out after that. Because, yeah. I mean, you can't get rid of Garrett Wilson— uh, yeah, no. If you and do, you what need about to sell Lazard? the franchise. No, they just got Lazard, so they wouldn't get rid of him. And obviously, that, Garrett no, Wilson is their like, that's a plan lot of the They're going to try to get Randall Cobb. 
Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, but I don't. I will not take the Jacoby Myers disrespect. Dude is a like. Bro, is it? Good isn't receiver. he the one that tried to throw the pass back to what's? Okay, that tainted what would have been a really good season. Jacoby yeah. Myers has had a lot of good seasons. He's been in that's a lot of true. good games. That's true. All right. All right. Uh, well, that's it for the NFL. Moving on to the NBA, uh, Andrew Wiggins has returned to the Warriors after a seven-week absence during which he was taking care of of his ill father. Uh, Coach Steve Kerr told the press that Wiggins is practicing conditioning with the performance uh, with the performance team to be ready to go, hopefully by the first round of the playoffs. You notice how he put the Warriors news first? Yeah, that was. There's targeted. more. Don't worry. More Warriors mm. news. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Memphis Grizzlies promote their former two-way player and 2023 G League Rookie of the Year forward slash center Kenneth Lofton Jr., uh, which they signed to a four million—I mean, four million—four-year, seven million-dollar con- standard contract. Is it what seven million over four years? Yeah, that's so sad. What I thought that's yeah, it's like one point something million a year. Wow. That's a steal. Yeah, yeah it's a major them. steal. Uh. He's, they signed to that contract after it was announced that veteran center Stephen Adams would likely miss the rest of the year with a right knee injury. Mm. Uh, he went off for the Grizzlies. He had 42 points, 14 rebounds. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, he's 20 years old, 6'6", 275. Uh, in the G League this past year, he averaged 22.4 points per game, 10.1 rebounds, and 3.6 assists. Uh, his first game as an official Grizzlies player happened uh, on the final day, the, the, the season uh, finale for – most of the teams um, in the league uh, in a loss to in a 115-100 loss to the Thunder. He scored 42 points, had 14 rebounds in 40 minutes as a starter, which, granted, the Grizzlies only played four – I mean, six players. Sorry, not four. Hey, they played six players. They played six players, and the Thunder when only played seven. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, the Thunder haven't been – I mean, they've been playing Shea and a bunch of bench players for the last couple of games. So, Bro, literally, the Grizzlies had one kid play – I think it was their point guard that they played yesterday. He was the only point guard on their team. He played 48 minutes. Yeah. Oh, well, here's some breaking news for the NFL before we get too far. It's not breaking because, like, I mean, we've already talked about it, but apparently the Cardinals have had six teams call about the number three pick. Interesting. Do you think they'll, you think they'll trade that pick? Yeah, they're going to trade it. I think so, too. Uh, and think- Bryce Young just vis- is visiting the Panthers, I think, today. Oh, really? They already on Tuesday. On Tuesday. Hmm. So they're doing a second meeting, I guess. Yeah. Just some draft news real quick in there for you. Yeah. Take CJ Stroud. Thank you. <laughs> um, I like my quarterbacks to be able to see over the offensive line. Hey. Um, I'm telling you, I don't think the hype will matter as much. But I yeah. think it will. I, I also think that C.J. Stroud's decision-making is better, to I be like C.J. Stroud better. I want C.J. Stroud. But I don't think Bryce Young's hype – like, everyone's made that such a big deal. He will be fine. Bryce Young needs to go to the Texans. Yeah, he could go to the Anthony Texans. He'll do well there, to too. The Texans. I'd rather have Anthony Richardson than – and Bryce Young, but. I would not. So go CJ Stroud. Anyways, <laughs> okay. So uh, the so the NBA has opened an investigation into the Mavericks' move to sit players. Uh, I want to say this was Friday. Either uh, way, either way uh, the Mavericks cut out several key players in their next to last game of the season. Uh, even while the team still had a mathematical chance of making the play-in tournament. Uh, Dallas sat Kyrie Irving the entire game and benched Luka Doncic after the first quarter. Uh, in that game, they blew an 11-point lead in the fourth quarter and lost, eliminating their postseason chances. Yeah, it seems weird. Uh, co- there, here's what's interesting. 
Coach Jason Kidd made it very clear before the game that the decision to sit players was made by the Mavis organization. And after the game, he made it even more clear that the decision was made by owner Mark Cuban and GM Nico Harrison. He said, he I want covering, no part of this. <laughs> he's, he's covering himself. Which he's is saying. wild because uh, Mark Cuban has a history of being fined for uh, for tanking. But why would you – it's not like you're tanking, tanking. Like you're – No. You're not getting not. a good spot. No, you're not. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand why they would tank if that was their actual play there. Like I, I don't, I don't get it at all. Here's the conspiracy. They're getting a slightly higher pick so they can trade for like a second or and third pick. And get Victor Wambanyama. <laughs> well, no one's trading the number one pick. You would be the dumbest player in team you in history. You'd be an idiot. I mean, I don't know. What if you could get now, Luka? if it was like I'll trade <laughs> the number one Brandon, pick and you give me Giannis, uh, that's the only way I'd do it. What about – there's a good amount of players I would take over the one – like Luka. i take Jason. Oh, Luka, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. No one's going to offer that. No, no, though. they're not. I mean, I would take – But I'm just saying that's, it would have to be like that level of yeah, superstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be This is the first year in a while I'd say that. But Victor, man, I – Dude – He's left us speechless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes, dude, like, hey, I need a moment to talk about this. <laughs> just need to think about the greatness. Bro, he's actually he put an absolute specimen. Three-pointer. Oh, yeah, not, that was nice. ridiculous. Now, to be fair, another player has done it in history. And you want to know who it is? Do you know? JJ Redick? No. Oh. Now, yeah, that's it wild. is wild. It's Davis Bertans. For the Washington Wizards. Hey, really? Now it was a lot he different. He can of, jump. It was a lot different of a scenario. He was already leaning forward on the three pointer and ran immediately to the rim. Put back, don't do. Oh, so he lofted it to himself off the rim. Yeah. I mean, he still tried to hit the three. Right, but yeah, fair enough. Now, I guess he knew. No as one soon as he released it. Won't no good. one would think it was Davis Bertans. So I but, would have. So, but like the fact that Victor stepped back on the three yeah. and still made it to the it rim. Wild. Absolutely wild. Uh. Moving on, the Detroit Pistons head coach Dwayne Casey stepped down after the Pistons' final game of the season versus the Chicago Bulls. Casey and the organization made the decision to move Casey to a role in the franchise's front office. I was like, he's getting fired? Wait, no, he's getting a promotion. Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was confused. I mean, that, and no offense to the Stephen Silas one, which I see is coming up next, I, does it, they just don't have enough talent. They're not going to win games. It don't no. matter who they put there as the coach. Yeah, the, the Pistons had have, 17 wins. They don't have enough talent. They don't have enough developed talent. That yeah, because they got they got talent. They don't have enough of a develop. They have Cade Cunningham. The Pistons I love him. got a chance. Jaden Ivy, which who was they were both injured for most of the season. There's some other players. Jalen Duran is really good. They just Their got. Didn't Durant's they just good. get um <clears throat> the center from the Warriors? James Wiseman. James Wiseman. Yeah, he'll be a backup to Jalen Duran. I'm sure. I think they could coexist. In my opinion, that's a weird lineup. Yeah, James Wiseman. I don't know. James Wiseman's running out of opportunity. I'm just gonna be honest. Yeah, he is. Um, Houston Rockets head coach Stephen Silas will not return as the coach of the Rockets next season. Multiple sources told the Associated Press. I, I heard that they're looking at AAU games to find their next coach because that's how that team was run anyway. <laughs> they said, God. They said that it, it was actually a false statement, but there was some remember that report that he was con- um, found crying because he couldn't connect with his players. That's wild. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, they, he's they, probably, hey, he guys, crying. can I'm we run surprised. a play? He's, no. <laughs> he's coaching a team full of highlight hoopers. Let's just be honest. Imagine he was crying. Guys, I just want to run a picker. No, isolation only. <laughs> These darn Gen Z players don't listen to a Like Their team has so much talent, but they just do not play together at all. all right, so I don't know if this is controversial or what y'all think, but I just think clear, Jamal, so much talent. I think Jabari Smith young and pretty Jr. good. Is by far the best player they have on that. Oh, roster. he's great. He needs he's a point really guard. Good. As I said. Yeah, he's better than. Uh, J- and he know. needs a shooting guard who's not a highlight hooper. Jalen Green's his 
I think his upside is capped a little bit. The last piece of maturity they had on that team was Eric Gordon. Probably. Uh, Sangoon is disgusting. Yeah. I said maturity. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Sangoon's yeah. young. Mm-hmm. He's only like 20, bro. He's literally younger than oh, me. No, That's no, I like, weird. I like Sangoon. Doesn't that make you feel like you're not doing anything with your life? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Absolutely. Or like Arch Manning, is, he's going to start his like uh, college football career this upcoming year, and his NIL deal is like $3 million or something like that. Like, oh, God, we were worth nothing. We've Dear done nothing Lord. of relevance. <laughs> uh, Silas's contract had a fourth-year option, and the organization has decided to not pick it up. Uh, but they may move the former coach to another role in the organization. Is that the new move now? I, I guess, guess so. I mean, Brad Stevens did it. Yeah, but that's different. Brad Stevens did something as a coach. and Dwayne That's Casey, very fair. I don't be mean, but Dwayne Casey got like replaced and then Look, the Raptors immediately won a championship. Dwayne Casey walked so Nick Nurse can run. Bro <laughs> literally now, won coach of the year and got fired. That's I'm never saying that's we're, wild. While we're on coaches, Nick Nurse is also reported to potentially lose his job or walk away after the season. Well, you know, Kawhi Leonard will make you look like I you're a little bit better like than they, you are. <laughs> but also I feel like they did fine with they what were they not had. Good this year. They should have with done what they had though. Nah. Did, did they not make the playoffs? No, they, they made the play Is in. this the conversation oh, where we okay. had that Pascal Siakam isn't as good as we thought he was? Uh, no, I think he is as good as we thought he was. I just don't think he has anything around him uh, besides Fred Van... F- I mean, he has... OG Ananobi is really talented. Don't Gary they have Prestes at Chua, too? I forgot. Yeah, they actually do kind of have a squad. That, Gary Trent Jr. is awesome. Oh, they at least they're starters. Yeah. Their, their bench is kind of... I mean, even then they got Jakopodal. Well, she might be starting now. Dang, bro. Yeah, there's no reason they should have been. They got bad. a team. They might make Scotty a push. Scotty Barnes? Aren't they in the playoffs? Yeah. They are in the play-in. They I might think. make a push. They're yeah. not going to win anything, but they, they might, might make a push. They might not even make the playoffs. Hmm. That's wild, yeah, bro. Yeah, they should have done better. I didn't think about how many people that. I don't pay attention to the Toronto Raptors, to be honest. During the uh, regular season finale yesterday, there were a couple of teammates clashing. Um, it started out with... Uh, Tension spilled over on the Clippers bench during the, their season finale against the Suns, and again with postseason implications leading to players Mason Plumley and Bones Highland getting into a shoving match during a timeout. Yeah, no, it was a physical, physical um, time here. Which was funny because after the game, Mason Plumley goes, "Honestly, it made us better. We played a lot harder in the fourth quarter. We should have do that every game." Yeah, and I was gonna say, I would never like. Normally, would I never stay step up for Mason Plumley because, like, you know, he's a former Hornet. He had okay times at the Hornets, but he hasn't done a whole lot. But like Bones Highland's done even less. <laughs> and like he said, that team looked like they kind of needed something. They was they were like coasting and. There was actually, like, I mean, if they lost, they would have fallen below the Warriors So because the Warriors won their game. So they yeah. did need to actually win that game. <sighs> so, yeah, so that started off kind of, like, that's kind of weird. And then um, the Timberwolves said, hold my beer. <laughs> um, actually, I think they just wanted to copy because the Timberwolves game happened earlier. So they were just trying to copy it. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I actually got kind of got that messed up. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I got that reversed. Tensions also boiled over in the Timberwolves season finale versus the Pelicans with Jaden McDaniels first putting his availability in concern after punching a wall out of frustration. And now technically it's not known if he broke his hand before or after the punch, but when you punch a wall and your hand comes out broken like 10 minutes later, it doesn't look good for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. And after that, uh, Rudy Gobert was sent home during the second quarter after throwing a punch at his teammate. I love how they just Kyle said he was sent home. Like, get out of here. You're heading out. Oh, uh, the – they – okay. We want to talk about some teams that, like uh, – to me, what the Wizards are, like – I hate it for you, though, but are, like, one of the teams that have, like, the worst 
it, they have a tough road ahead of them because they really they're in a kind of tough spot for his direction. The Timberwolves this off season kind of put themselves in that situation where now they have Rudy Gobert for three or four more years. He's not clicking. The team's not playing well. The team's worse than they were last year. Uh, Feel for you, Timberwolves. We call that buyout land. <laughs> also, they, they traded their future for him. their future for him. See, and their future is playing better than he is. Uh, apparently, in the huddle, Go Kyle Walker Anderson Kessler. told Rudy Gobert he would knock him out. Oh yeah, uh, I have. I don't have them written now, but a few quotes where uh, apparently the argument started with Kyle Anderson telling Rudy Gobert to get a block, and then Rudy Gobert shouted back at him, "Hey, get a rebound." Um, and then they started throwing. And then afterwards, when Rudy Gobert was sent home, at halftime they were in the locker room, and Kyle Anderson was walking around the locker room in leaked audio saying, uh, all y'all do is ride this man's blank. Um, uh, he's uh, very overrated. Something about him being overrated uh, is kind of wild. I think the best part of this entire story is the quote that came out. I can't remember if it was the day before or two days before this game. I don't know if you guys know this. Rudy Gobert was actually asked about Kyle Anderson two days before this altercation came, maybe the day before, and he said Kyle Anderson was a great leader. He's brutally honest, which can hurt some guys' feelings, but he's a tough guy and can take it. Then he proceeds to the very next game punching Kyle Anderson. <laughs> so, Gotta love it. That is just he couldn't props take it. to that reporter because that is just pure – like that literally writes itself. That is amazing that Kyle that quote Anderson. came out right before that fight. Kyle Anderson, I'll show you even more brutal honesty. I also, am tough. I can take it. And by that, I mean I'm going to punch him my very next game. Also, shout out to – Excuse wow, me. are you bored? <laughs> no. <laughs> Shout out to Draymond Green for hitting uh, Rudy Gobert back with his that own tweet. That Uno reverse, yeah, that yeah. was great. <laughs> uh, those of you that don't know, uh, during uh, preseason uh, practices, when Draymond punched uh, Jordan Poole, Rudy Gobert tweeted, insecurity, something about insecurity always comes to light or something like that. And then... <laughs> After the game uh, where uh, Rudy Gobert threw a punch at Kyle Anderson, Draymond tweeted back at him, insecurity always comes to light or something like that. Isn't it funny how the season started with a punch and ended with a punch? Right. right. Yeah. And see, I would have gone extra hard on Draymond Green, but, like, honestly, Rudy Gobert's season was probably worse than Draymond's. So bad. <laughs> I mean, he had a bad season. Mm. He got exposed, so... Yeah, we'll see. So wild end, uh, end of the season. Good luck, Timberwolves. <laughs> so yeah, uh, moving on from that, uh, we have the winners of the regular season titles. Uh, scoring champion for the 2022-2023 season. I think it was Joel. Right? It's Joel Embiid okay. scoring 33.1 points per game. I didn't know he won it for, last year. And he, yeah, he. Uh, this is his second consecutive year winning it. I didn't realize he won it last year either. I was kind of uh, – there was a couple players close, but I'm pretty sure he had that locked up going to the last game. Are we at the resurgence of the big man? It's kind of – When they really play like that, yeah. I'd say our top three of our four top players in the league are forward, tall forwards or centers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, actually, the, the if you think about it, the I know it was the exact same three MVP finalists last year was, the, was Joel, Jokic, and Giannis. It happened last year. It's going to happen this year. Giannis won it before then, so like, I think it's kind of been happening. I think Luka will get thrown in next year because he's going to come back with a raging If the Mavs can do anything. <laughs> Bro. But, um, well, even if they don't do anything, he can still be an MVP contention. Cause yeah, but they got to do good. something in the regular season, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's got to have a They got to at least make the playoffs. Do you think Tatum will hop in next year? 
I do think voter. F- I mean, I think that we we'll, we will probably see some new faces because voters get tired of voting for the same. Ja, guys. maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He's kind of like. If he can stay non-controversial, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, there's been controversial MVP before. I mean, yeah, Derek Rose by the name of Bryant. Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Steve Nash. We're getting well, we're getting into a bit person, of a pickle though. here. I know. I'm just saying. There's just like right, Steve I mean, Nash wasn't a controversial off person. court behavior. I'll just phrase it that way. Has yeah. not always stopped in MVP. That's, that's very true. fair. Um, what's funny is the assist title ties right into the scoring title because they're on the same team. Uh, the assist title went to James Harden, averaging 10.7 assists a game. He reclaims the NBA assist title after previously winning it in 2017 when he was on the Houston Rockets. Now, don't get me wrong. It's, I, I couldn't do any of this stuff, but doesn't 10.7 seem kind of low for an assist leader? I guess it's just good consistency throughout the whole I, I mean, it's actually, I mean, I'm sure that, that's actually, I mean, great numbers. Like, right, yeah. I, 10 point, that's very few players in the league can do that. But it just feels kind of like, I, I feel like 11, 12, Maybe even thirteen would be a. He's impressive. on some John Stockton uh, numbers. I'm just kidding. It's no, just tough. I'm, I guess I I'm thinking all time great numbers. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, hey, solid. I'm pretty sure. I'm sure people want it with less than ten. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, the rebounding title. This one got me. Went to Demontis Sabonis, averaging twelve point yes, three right. rebounds a game. He claims the 2022-23 uh, rebounding title in his fourth consecutive season, averaging at least twelve rebounds a game. Wait, he's had it the last four seasons in a row? No. Yeah, the last four seasons in a row, he's averaged at least 12 rebounds a game, but this is his first time title. winning it. Oh, okay, okay. That the, makes but, sense. yeah, that, that four-season-long, uh, four-consecutive season averaging 12 rebounds a game puts him as the longest such active streak in and the y'all NBA. y'all were hating on my Sabonis redraft right? last week. I love Sabonis. That was mostly it was Chris, Chris, probably. Yeah, I was going to say, Chris. Like, Sabonis is good. I love Sabonis. Bro's disgusting. <laughs> He's making dad proud. Defending myself once Chris got off. Hey, so. now it's <laughs> completely irrelevant to any of this stuff that we're talking about, but I do love that Jalen Brown immediately followed up y'all taking him number one overall by going three for, I think, 14 his very next game. Leave and that Brandon boy Ingram had a 40 point triple double. I just, I love how that happened the game after. I still stand by my pick. That's fair. I mean, that's one game. For me, that yeah, I mean, anything. I don't know what I said last week, so I might backtrack, but I think they're pretty close. Like, I mean, Oh, yeah. I don't think it's like. I don't think either one, one of them can lead your team to a championship, but I think both of them can be great secondary options and mm-hmm. help your team win. Yeah. yeah. Um, steals. The Steels title went to OG Ananobi, averaging 1.91 a game. That boy's like that. He's claimed uh, him in him claiming the Steels title this year, he becomes the first ever Raptors player to do so. Hmm. Well, win for the Raptors, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> they got something. Uh, the block's title seed. <laughs> surprises no one because this man is an absolute menace. Jaron Jackson Jr., averaging three blocks a game. That's wild. Wins it for the second year in a row. Rigged. <laughs> that bookkeeper over here like, oh, was that his fingertip or Steven Adams? I'm giving it to Jaron. Was that a like, tipped pass that or a boy shot? That was a shot. I mean, I'm not saying that. Menace. Out of just, I love Jaron Jackson Jr., but I am saying that um, – that was a conspiracy earlier. In yeah, the season. it's interesting. That his, the stats keepers were just giving him stats. Mm-hmm. I'd because give it to him. he was so much significantly better at home games than away games in terms of defensive oh. statistics. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just mama's cooking. Got Maybe him going just in. Feed off the crowd, man. No, it was mama's cooking. You're assuming mama's his mom cooking. is from Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then the three point title <laughs> goes to Clay Thompson. He hit a h- 301 threes on 41% from the three-point line. 
He wins his first ever three-point title and becomes only the third player ever in NBA history to make 300 threes in a season. I don't think that. Stephen Curry has done it four times, and James Harden did it once. I don't think volume three should be a title. Yeah, although I love the efficiency on those threes. No, that's great. why that's why I put the efficiency there because just making the threes. I'm like, eh, because I was like, how did he shoot? But he shot really well. Right, like, uh, and it is funny, like watching. I mean, which is any volume shooter when they chuck it. Like, it is so cool to see them when they're hot. But then it is so interesting to watch them when they're cold. Like watching the Warriors Nuggets game when Curry was just throwing up. I mean, I've never seen Curry just Bro, airball it was a wide so three, bad. But I, I saw it. For it the was time. so bad. But then you're like, dang, what? Is Curry even that good? And then the Clint. very next game, Curry will go five for five from half court. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, he, he's pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, and then finally, our final piece of news, we have the final NBA standings. And we kind of can see what the playoff is going to look like. So for the Eastern Conference, the, play, the guaranteed playoff teams are the Bucks, the Celtics, the 76ers, Cavaliers, the Knicks, Let's and, go. and the Nets. Uh, playing teams, the Heat, the Hawks, the and Raptors, those are the two teams and that the will Bulls. Make, those are the two teams that will make the Heat and the, the, the Hawks. Hawks. Yeah, Raptors and Bulls are going home. Bro, what if there's an upset, though? I don't think there will be. But well, whoever upsets is going home in the first going round. Home, getting swept. Yeah, they're um, not beating the Bucks or the Celtics. And then guaranteed lottery picks, the Pacers, the Wizards, the Magic, the Hornets, and the Pistons. Oh, we're talking about irrelevant teams now? Okay. If the, if the Heat make the playoffs... They can give both the Bucks and the Celtics a run for their money if they click. Actually, yeah, the the Heat are just, that's true. The Heat are so wild because first of all, we saw like the Heat, the Bucks. Honestly, like they had a real chance of winning that twenty twenty NBA, and the Heat upset them and went to the finals and because lost to the Lakers. The Heat are just an interesting team because the for Heat, some reason they don't. Let's not forget. The Heat last year were one game away from the finals. And honestly, I you can say whatever you want, but the Heat should have been in that finals. That three-pointer that yeah. was called back was ludicrous. If you watch that replay, there's no way his foot was on that line. Jimmy, no. Jimmy in the playoffs is a different breed. Yeah, and yeah. and also, I don't, I can't stand the hate that Jimmy got for taking that three-pointer to potentially win the game. He's your best player on the team, and he's open. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That was yeah. a wild – that's a callback. But, yeah, the Heat now, honestly should have been – Heat Warriors. Max Struess. No, I'm just going to stop. No, Max Struess. He was that, balling. No. That was his three-pointer that got taken his off. Shot, that boy. His shot. I mean, if I had to pick a player to take it that game, I would have picked Max, but Jimmy was second. Yeah. Maybe no. third. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I do think, real quick, I'm not saying the Heat would have been the Warriors, but I think that would have been a better series because the Celtics did not play well in that Warriors. Mm-hmm. No, they played so bad. Um, I think we could have gotten. Are you series. moving on to the West yet? Oh no, no. no. I was okay, gonna no. say real quick. I I agree with you. I feel like the Heat give the Bucks or the Celtics. I think they like six make game seven, series, and I think they take. I think they. I think they take it to six, I, and the uh, one of the teams wins. The Hawks takes the one team. to One five. of the teams wins. Yeah, I think one of the teams has to win. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> saying like whoever whoever the Heat end up playing. I feel like the other team wins. I don't know. I actually do think that he can beat the Celtics. I don't like their chances as much against the That's Bucks. That's fair. I just don't think they match up against the Bucks well, but I think they match up against the Celtics well I and can beat them. I the Celtics go home. I could see it happening. I'm not saying it I, will. I, I don't think like it's favored, but I think it can. I feel like it would be the Celtics. But I am happy for the Nets that trading away their whole super team core and they're still guaranteed a playoff spot because they have such a good young core. Ridiculous. Yeah, and they're just a couple seeds 
back on which you know obviously it's east versus west but they're almost in the same playoff seating as the suns so yeah like you got i mean they got such a good team like yeah. i mean we'll michael see. bridges is gonna carry them they to did a, a good job chip. No, right. yeah but they did a good job setting themselves up with something to work with yeah uh moving on to the western conference the guaranteed playoff teams are the nuggets the grizzlies the kings the suns the clippers and the warriors steven give me my money i you know, I, I realized as the bet went on that I was playing against house money there because Seth was betting on one team while I needed three or four teams to go my way. I just I just have one thing. Kings, Nuggets, or Trailblazers, if only one of you could have started your starters, maybe this would have been different. Just one team. <laughs> one Thank team. you. Thank you, Kings, Nuggets, and Clippers. It is definitely I love you. Yeah, I know. I just – especially <laughs> like the, the, the Thunder lost by – or they, the Warriors beat the Thunder by five. Oh, couldn't you have just played like – no, don't pieces. play your starters. <laughs> it was just the wrong time of the season. It's no, great. It was. Wrong time, wrong place, wrong If they would have run into one – like, I wish they would have run into the Lakers. They, the Lakers would have knocked them down and got It's that. just wild because, like, when I first saw their – like, in their final few games that they had to play, I was like, they might not so, do it. And then I realized, oh, wait, all of those teams are already clinched playoffs. So, yeah, uh, the playing teams are – so thank you for giving me my money. Good man, good man. I'm a man of my word. Uh, uh, playing teams: Lakers, Timberwolves, Pelicans, Thunder, and the guaranteed lottery for the West Com- Western Conference: Mavericks, Jazz, Trailblazers, Rockets, Spurs. Man, the Mavs as a lottery team is crazy. It's wild. The Spurs they at the had bottom a, of the West is wild. Was it a ninety-six percent or eighty-six percent chance earlier in the year to be a play um, playoff team? Bro, they ma- they almost beat out the Warriors last year in the Western Conference Finals. Almost, uh, yeah. They weren't, but that like, yeah, is they had a chance wild the and games weren't blowouts right yeah and then the spurs at the bottom when did the spurs ever finish the bottom That's i'm crazy. glad they did this I'm is bl- the year that if i don't have if i had of... to see victor go somewhere other than the hornets i'd like to see him Please? in the spurs like yeah. i think that's yeah. a good fit because they need an exciting player that would be great he doesn't fit on the rockets at all no. i can't remember if we have the four i think we have the fourth best odds i don't love but yeah, I would love to have Victor Wabanyama live in North Carolina. We'll give you our first pick in Lamelo for Victor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dear but we just be restarted. I honestly feel like if y'all don't get Victor, you take uh, what's his name? Scoot. No. Um, well, Scoot's a point from a uh, Alabama. Oh, um, um, Miller. Mil- Brandon Miller. Yeah, I feel like I'll take Brandon Miller. I feel like I think he's a good fit. I think too. he is a, but like I mean, I also think if yeah, we get Charlotte's the second pick, a, we have to take Scoot. Charlotte's a pretty tough city. Yeah, he can hold his own down there. <laughs> I'm just glad there should be. I, I like Jesus honestly, Christ. You know, maybe we're only talking about this because they're the Hornets and we're from North Carolina. But like, do you guys think? I think the Hornets not only, you know, depending on how far, if they fall back and get like absolutely screwed in the draft odds and like get like the tenth pick or something, uh-huh. maybe not. But I think if they get a top five pick. I think the Hornets make the playoffs, not even the play, and I think they straight up make the playoffs. That's a bold statement, buddy. Well, they've had think about it, they've had before this season they've had three consecutive years of having forty they could. wins. They can make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think they're a straight off playoff team, number six seed next year. Okay. If if they get a top five pick, I mean, it makes sense. Don't I mean Mark Williams' development has really sped oh that yeah, bros eight. Also Honestly, playing Victor at the fourth, that's disgusting. No one's stopping say, that. Mark, I'm playing him at a three. <laughs> I'm pulling Mark that. Williams at the five and Victor at the four. That's arguably probably if, the most that disgusting. Cleveland, that Cleveland lineup where they had Laurie Markin in. Um, who else was it? Jared Allen and oh, yeah, Evan was Mobley. Wasn't it three seven-footers? Yeah. Crazy. Wow. <laughs> and it worked really well. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, that's it for the news this week. Bit of a long segment, but there was a lot going on this week with the uh, NBA finishing up their regular season. Uh, should we hop into the top 10 all time? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, at first, I have LeBron James. At number one, I have Michael Jordan. At number one, I have LeBron James. All right, so should we discuss? Yeah, this is the hot flame right here. Like, they're going to be like, he picked LeBron. You're going to have you're gonna have an thirds. old generation that's like, well, you got to pick Jordan. And you're going to have a young generation that's like, I understand LeBron. But I think it's interchangeable. I think, I think it us, is interchangeable. Yeah, the three of us agreed they are inter- interchangeable, uh, you know, depending on what you want to look at. Here is my caveat. Michael Jordan played less seasons and had more championships. On top of that, I f- in my opinion, LeBron is the more skilled player and arguably the better basketball player, which sounds weird to say because I put him at number two. But Michael Jordan's mindset is what put him over the top. Well, there's also a difference between the list of top ten players all times and top ten careers of all time. Right. That's also true. Yeah, and you know, which I don't, honestly, I think Kobe and Jordan are the only players to like really have a, like a different kind of mindset. Because like I think LeBron had a killer mindset, but if you take like the greatest teams uh, or the greatest players LeBron has faced in the finals and put them against the greatest players Jordan has faced in the finals, you you kind of see the championship like discrepancy there. Yeah, yeah, and my my argument is that Jordan does have the defensive edge. Um, but yeah. LeBron can play one through five. I'd say perimeter-wise. Yeah. Like, I can put LeBron at center. I don't think I can put Jordan. No, you definitely well, can't. there was that old, um, what was it, Bobby Knight saying that says um, he, he tried to get the Trailblazers, I think, to draft Jordan. Mm-hmm. He told their GM. The GM was like, um, well, we really need – Sam Bowie. They said, we really need a center. And he was like, well, play Jordan at center. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what yeah. he told you him. You need him. Because yeah. he saw – Bobby Knight saw Jordan at the USA stuff. He was like, uh, put him at center. That <laughs> was disgusting, yeah. bro. Um. And to balance out the defense, LeBron James's playmaking is better. And I think he's got better interior defense. Yeah. And better rebounding yeah. skills. Like we said, both of those are pretty interchangeable. For sure, for sure. So, uh, number two. All right, Michael Jordan. LeBron James. Michael Jordan. I mean, all right, let's be real. If your top two is not Michael Jordan and LeBron James, you are a severe I'm going to question your sanity. One. You're, you're a, a hater of, of either Jordan or LeBron. I'm going to question your sanity. Or you're a fanboy of someone else. Nah, even if you're a fan, you're just a straight. <laughs> no, I'm a fanboy of a certain person, and he's still not in the top two. And and I'm gonna be honest, right now there there's no player that will like that is currently playing that has a case to beat either one of those as top two. Well, who'd you put at three? Oh, who did I put at three? Yeah. I put to me the most underrated player in NBA history. It, he is the most underrated player in yeah. NBA history. Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was absolutely disgusting at basketball. But because his game wasn't as flashy as other players, he did not get the credit he deserved. Yeah. I just peeped your number three. Go ahead and say it. Stephen Wardell Stephen Curry, baby. Literally it's changed okay, the way the oh. game of basketball is played. Like you don't you now see middle schoolers taking half court threes. Should they be doing it? No, but I mean he changed the way the basketball's played. I will argue he's not in my top ten, but he should be. Um, but I'm not going to take anyone off at this point. I like my list. Number three, um, baby. No, nah, that's um, that's too much. <laughs> that's too high. Like I said, I fanboy so, over a certain uh, player, and Wardell no, Stephen Curry is that player. Do you think that Curry is better than Tim Duncan and Kareem, who is my number three? I have Kareem way down. 
I don't even have Stephen Curry in my top ten. That is wild, bro. I I would might put him at nine or ten, but that's uh, yeah. I I think Curry will finish top ten. Best shooter of all time for sure. For sure, but not three, not top three. And I don't think he will be. I feel like he's undoubtedly the best point guard of all time. I don't think he can sneak into the top three either. Like I think his is too late for. I don't disagree with you. I did put him a little high. But no, but it's fair. It's fair. I feel like I feel like no matter what, because even before I changed him to three, he was at number five. So like, right. fair all right. I well, feel like that's a fair number so, four. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay, number four. Tim Duncan. I have Tim Duncan at four. So so far, me and Nate, other than three, we have three and four swapped, but we have the same four players. Eight. Yeah. The only difference Kareem really. Kareem at three. That's interesting. I mean, hey. What, I mean, I, think it's, I mean it's not a bad pick. He has um, second to all-time leading scorer, um, and yeah. he has six championships. I would guarantee. And I'm, sure, I'm sure he has multiple MVPs. Gonna, you're so. not wrong. I guarantee you more people will agree with Nate's top three so far. Oh, no, 100%. Ours. I just I think Tim Duncan's just criminally underrated. And no, he is. We, the lowest, I'm proud of us because the lowest we have him at is at four. So. I gave Kareem the edge over Duncan just because of the extra championship and the points. Yeah, that's fair. Bro would walk into his game, walk into his games with leftovers from home. That's some. That's a insane level <laughs> of savagery. Can you imagine Tim Duncan and Dirk on a team together? They were the same style. No, like literally, they were. Yeah. Right, so, Not a play, but of like no, personality. No, I get you <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, number so, five. Number five. So I, honestly, I mean, you know, people might disagree with Tim Steven. Duncan at three. Hold up, hold up. Let's keep your eyes on your paper. This, <laughs> to me, this is a lot more reasonable than having Curry at three. A lot more reasonable. I okay. have Larry Bird at no, five. No, it's just that you put him over. That got me. Larry, Larry Bird? Bird at five is a bold take, but Dude, it's not that far off. From it's mine. just because people did not watch. Larry, like Larry Bird could say, "Hey, you know what? Left hand only," and drop forty. How many players can do that? Larry Bird is solid. I don't know. I think I think Larry's a, um. Larry's criminally underrated. Okay, who's your number I'm five? Giving, I'm I'm definitely, I mean, he's definitely top ten. I'm highlighting. I yeah, see, I wouldn't I have, put him over a player that you put him over. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is this is the level. Seth thinks I'm an, a lunatic for having Larry Bird at five, who we both agree is top ten. But yet, I gave I gave you a pass for having Curry at three. Curry's not even top That's ten. That's fair. <laughs> That is very disrespectful. Curry's nine or ten interchangeable, but there's just so many greats that he's he's got to do one more he's thing to get 15. into it. He has Permanent. to. Be, he has to be he, top ten. He could be there on any list, but I think I'll to give be you ten. Permalock of the top ten. He's got to get one more thing. That's fair. All okay, right, so you're number, um, five. number five. Kobe Bean Bryant. Number five. Kobe Bean Bryant. So who are you hating that have Larry Bird over Kobe? Is that the player? That's not even the player I was talking about. Okay, I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I think Kobe. He has the chips. He has the MVPs. He has the play style. One of the greatest two-way players for most of his career. Yeah. I mean, Kobe is if I, – I mean, I hate to do the Michael Jordan comparison. But Steven's a Kobe was, I'm not. No, I have I have Kobe on my top ten. He was the second closest player to Michael Jordan, like in play style. Absolutely. Right. But Kobe was also his own just animal. Like, yeah. Now, Kobe is really good. But there's just – I when I think of top ten, like – there's just a, a couple things that, to me, hurt Kobe from being yeah. top ten. Probably the fact that I don't think – which, I mean, I don't know. If, if he would have retired three seasons earlier, his legacy would have been a lot better than it is. May, I don't know. I don't think his last couple seasons hurt. I think his last three seasons hurt him. Mm-hmm. Bro, it went out with 60, though. But, yeah, I mean – Bro, to go out. They he, didn't hurt him. He just, like, went – we just declined does because he tore his Achilles. Right. I don't think that yeah. hurt I don't him. think it hurt his legacy. But I get what you're saying. Finishing – with your career as being the NBA leader in most missed shots does not 
That's like saying LeBron missing the playoffs. You also have recently. to look at who he was playing with. But that bro was- won a championship with Jordan Farmar, bro. Like, what do you? <laughs> That's valid. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't right, hate when Kobe. Paul Gasol is your second best player. No, as great as Paul Gasol, Paul Gasol was. is, but. That is, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, well, also, the NBA landscape was, which, I mean, to be fair, they beat that Celtics team. Michael Jordan and LeBron are never winning a championship with Jordan Farmar as their starting point guard. Uh, LeBron almost did with Matthew Dellavedova. Mario Chalmers? <laughs> also, he had a lot of other You have to look at the NBA landscape. Way more talent. I, know, I was, was going to say, I don't want, I mean, now. now. And Norris Cole was a better point guard than Mario Chalmers was. LeBron was also technically, not technically, exactly. the point guard of his team at all times. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, he, and if Jordan Farmer was your best option at point guard, he would be point guard. And also Kobe Bryant, if I'm mistaken, he averages, he has the most assist for a non-point guard and history of the league, I want to say. He does not have more assist than LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. uh, I guess that's fair. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking of. There's some but he does have a lot of assists. He has um, more assists than people realize. Like yeah. he, he was, he was a. He has the ball hog stamp on him, at least previously. But he really, he really wasn't. All mm-hmm. right. So moving on to number six. Number six. I got Magic Johnson. Wilt Chamberlain. That. I got Wilt. That's the one that got you. Put Magic Johnson. Under Larry Bird. Yeah, because I would rather have Larry Bird on my team than Magic Johnson. I think Larry Bird can – I think Larry Bird has a better chance of going and winning. But better all time, I though. I love how our list start out agreeing and then I switch to Seth. <laughs> like, it's just – I don't know, man. That's tough. But I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't hate – Wait, so how come – I don't know. Seth's list just confuses me because having Larry Bird one spot above Magic Johnson is blasphemous, but having Larry Bird over Stephen Curry is okay. No, 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 what I, no, no. My thing is, is that, I don't think there's no. It's just the the two you put it back to back that got yeah, me. Yeah, Larry Bird, okay. Magic Johnson. Well, recap your list for me real quick. So I got LeBron at one, Jordan at two, Tim Duncan at three, Kareem at four, Larry Bird at five, and Magic Johnson at six. That's not too wild. No, recap it's really your not. list: Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Wilt Chamberlain. And I have LeBron, Michael Jordan, Kareem, Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, and Wilt Chamberlain. Okay, I mean, I think these lists are all respectable, but I do think I give Wilt the edge over Magic um, and Bird, honestly. That's my list, how it goes. But it's not because I know there's the whole argument, mm-hmm. the competition he was playing. But what Wilt, what Wilt did statistically Saints, is never going to be done again. No, like, no. It, it cannot ever. be done again. And if you they look at the, just the athleticism alone of Wilt Chamberlain, let's say he had no basketball skill. If there's a seven-footer that athletic, they're going to do well. In it was NBA. ridiculous. And for how his body was but how strong he was. That I mean, man he looked was lanky. Strong. I mean, that man was going to fight Muhammad Ali. I'm not saying he was going to beat him, but just the fact that you are – a world champion in volleyball, like goes down as one of the greatest volleyball players of all time, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. I and forgot can be, he played volleyball. And didn't just play it, dominated it. And the fact that he can, like, even, like, okay, there was a couple people who thought he might be, I don't think he would beat Muhammad Ali, but no. I'm saying he had a chance. That's That just speaks to the levels of athleticism. No, that he I had. agree. It's just that Wilt, man, he, he just – Hey, he had what well, he forty point games. He had five hundred and twelve consecutive, I believe it was. It was five hundred plus. The next closest was like twenty. Yeah, yeah. He's insane. I, I could be wrong on those numbers, could, but it did not get over a hundred. Like it was significant. Well, it's valid. I got another center over him, and I guess I'll move on to seven. I got Shaq over him. Shaq. I just. I don't know. The, the dominance of Shaq, especially for it to be as recent as it was. Shaq is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. 
Mm-hmm. Number seven, I have Magic Johnson. Number seven is where I got Larry Bird. Um, but Shaq, I agree, he could be on my top ten. He is one of the other interchangeable too. players. Yeah. You put Larry Bird up Magic Johnson. Listen, as well. Stephen Curry at number three. I think our list is a lot more reasonable than yours. <laughs> you don't you think Larry, Magic's better than Larry? Yeah. Okay, I, I think I, I think they're pretty close, but I think Magic has the slight edge. I think Larry's. Injury, but then why is it blasphemous? <laughs> the only reason Larry wasn't better than Magic was injury. Like I mean, he's only slightly better. You, I mean, I, it's more of a shock. Like I didn't think you would put him over. No, I, didn't, I think he is. Larry Bird over Magic Johnson. No, I don't know, but okay. Well, that we can. That's neither here nor there at this point. Who do you got at eight? Uh, Bill Russell. Eight. Larry Bird. Bill Russell. Ah, back to me. I have to give I championships bad. a I nod. I, yeah, <laughs> I feel bad. I didn't even put him in top ten. Oh, yeah. Bill Russell's better than Stephen Curry all time. Yeah, and ninety percent <laughs> of people would agree <laughs> that broke him. I number nine. I got Wilt Chamberlain. I, I a trio disagree. Too. Yeah, I know you do. Curry, I love you. Um. Is it number nine? Uh-huh. Who, Jeff? Will, Cha- uh, Will Chamberlain. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay, your list is whack. I got magic. You got him at nine? Yeah. Never mind. That is wild. Hey, I love how any kind of, like, admosity that could be thrown at my list is out the window. This man has Curry three, Kareem nine. That's if enough. You, That's enough. If you swap Kareem and Curry, your <laughs> list Curry becomes three. respectable. Yeah. If you swap Kareem Curry and Curry... Three. Doesn't that make his list respectable? You Honestly, think? yeah, it's a lot more them? respectable. Yeah, if you swap them. But okay, Matt, I have Magic at nine. I think he's still in there, but because he changed the game, it's a little lower than most people would. Yeah, put I have Magic Johnson higher than Seth, and he was talking about how low mine was. I don't know about Seth's list. Mine's kind of. I would. LeBron Magic James is at number higher. two, and he and Stephen Curry has the same amount of championships. Yeah, but he doesn't nearly have the same amount of accolades. As that's LeBron. fair. He also hasn't played as long though. You think Curry's going to break the points he's- record? No. Okay. <laughs> Not even remotely close. Or possibly get close to maybe number two in assists. No. LeBron's up there in assists. Yeah. 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 He won't match him on steals, blocks, re- none of that. And LeBron wasn't a point guard. Yeah. Uh. So at ten, I have Kobe Bryant. He sneaks in my top ten. At number ten, I have Dwayne Wade. I have Kevin Durant. Dwayne Wade in the top ten. I hate putting Kevin Durant here. Um, and Chris, please forgive me if you're out there, Chris Long. Um, I know you are Kevin Durant hater. Why? Um, but okay, Kevin Durant, as as much as you hate the move of him going to get the championships where he's gone, he still is like it's been. If you're gonna compare someone on the level of LeBron, Kevin Durant, LeBron, Kevin Durant, it was a debate for years. Yeah, it was. So like Kevin Durant is skill level. Up there, and Kevin Durant's um, arguably the best scorer of all time. I have to ask you guys a question. Neither one of you have Shaq on your top ten. No, he was close. Uh, he was close. I think I have my number eleven. All right, so we know who the blasphemous people are. It is. Bro. I'll give you this. Looking at my list, I think I might have an unintentional bias against big men. Yeah, I no, would do, put okay. Shaq. I would put Shaq anywhere. I would scoot up Bill Russell. I'm willing to move Larry Bird, Maddie Johnson, or Kevin Durant off for Shaq. Okay. I have I have a top twenty five list. I'll give you this. My number eleven is Bill Russell. My number twelve is Shaq. Mm-hmm. You hate big men. No, he I think I have a yeah. I have an unintentional bias against big men. I, I'm just not realizing. So hey, going back to the psychological even, right, package, so. it have to do with your height. <laughs> so I have yeah, actually probably so. I have Bill Russell and Shaq. I mean, and Bill Russell and Wilt just under Shaq, but. So, like, I, I can get people don't like the, you know, they played against a while ago. They played against shorter players, less athletic players. But having Shaq on top ten is just wild. Mm. I think that, yeah. 
that sums up our top ten, and I think that's where we need to move on for today. Yeah, that's fair. Because that, uh, we, we don't want to give you an hour and 30 minutes to sit through. <laughs> Except I'm going to on why should should be in every top ten. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> maybe we should promise that in the next week. What we were going to do is we were going to build pick uh, our top five that we build a team around because mm-hmm. it's very similar. We'll move that in the next week's segment Sounds along good. with maybe another draft or two for you. That'd be yeah. interesting. When there's not as much news. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot. To there was a lot. Which, honestly, we cu- probably could have cut the last two parts of the news into its own segment. But Yeah, it's fine. We'll just throw it all in there. It's all, all right. good. All right. Uh, so, before we go, um, you can check us out on, once again, you can check us out on social media. Instagram and TikTok at Let the Play Develop Pod. Twitter at LTPD Pod. Or Let the Play Develop. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, yo, what's up? Um... Go check us out on all the streaming platforms besides Apple Music. We'll hopefully get on there soon. Um, Apple Music, like, Apple Music, let us on your platform. Apple uh, Podcast. Apple Podcast, let us on your platform. Uh, and if you're listening on streaming platforms, hello. Um, you can go check us out on YouTube. Uh, it's, I feel like it's a more intimate experience. You can see our nice, beautiful faces and whatnot. Um, thank you so much for watching today and listening today. Uh, Y'all have anything to say? Shout out to our word of mouth people. Keep Facts. keep doing that. <laughs> Facts. Hey, I do have one thing. Make sure you follow us on Twitter because I need to know: Am I the only person that would put Shaq in their top ten? So that that's our that's our question. So please make sure to vote. I need to know if I'm the crazy one or if they are. For myself, my own sanity. <laughs> I've never claimed to be sane. Look, that's I have fair. shown. To be fair, I have shown Shaq so much love on other podcast episodes. No, that's fair. And you just told me all the players you. Would he take was out my number him. one get a bucket guy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. So I listen. We're not, I'm not saying Nate's a Shaq hater. Seth, maybe, but you know, it's but not less of a Shaq hater, more of a big man hater. So make sure to follow us on Twitter so I can see your input on that. And don't remember, Seth will not be watching the NBA three in three years as big men make a resurgence. <laughs> He's all guard play. (laughs) Only guards. Anything else? That's That's all all I got. Thank you so much for watching today. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.